Are you feeling lost and confused in your life right now? Did life suddenly throw you a curveball where you simply felt too overwhelmed to go through it on your own? Have you tried various attempts but still feeling so very stuck in life? We want to let you know that you don't have to go through it alone. You don't have to keep suffering and pain because we want to be here to help you. We want to be part of your healing journey to help you through those tough storms in your life. And if our videos and podcast episodes have helped you tremendously, if it has inspired you to seek the change that you desire, and if you are ready for that change, we at the Good Life Podcast would be so honored to work with you in helping you propel further towards great horizons through our personalized one-on-one coaching services. So don't hesitate and don't be shy to talk to us to learn more about the service. Feel free to drop us a DM or email us your interest at info at thegoodlifepodcast.life. When I was at 22 years old, I would never expect myself buying a Maserati. Wow. I was like thinking, Maserati, how to afford? Mm. I'm earning this much, and Maserati is that much. Yeah. Mm. You know, but as the days go by, you don't actually compare. You know, you just work hard, and, yeah. and then you realize one day, oh, wow, I've accomplished that. Yeah. yeah. So when you hit that level, you'll become hungrier, right? Hungry yeah. for success, right? Hello beautiful people and welcome back to the Good Life Podcast with me, Noor. And me, Mizi Wahid. Thank you so much for taking your time and listening week after week. And thank you so much, you guys, you know, for sending us, you know, your comments, your insights. And, you know, we truly do love, you know, reading each and every one of your comments, your insights. So, you know, keep it coming. And we so totally do appreciate, you know, your time, your energy and your effort that you put in week after week listening to all the episodes. Yeah, man, if you could see... Nor's uh, facial expressions right now how much it really means yeah. to her <laughs> so thank you guys once again and uh, please follow us on social media we're on we're active on Instagram the good life underscore podcast and also don't forget to subscribe to our Spotify account the good life podcast yeah so you know follow subscribe you'll get you know the latest episode updates as well as daily motivational quotes you know to keep you boosting and you know keep you all psyched and cool and energetic you know for the week you guys so woo! okay (laughs) so let's get into today's episode Right, so we have a beautiful guest with us who will be sharing his entrepreneurial journey and, you know, the things that he has been through and navigated through to be the passionate and successful person that he is today. And we would love to invite our beautiful guest, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Hello. Hi, Noor. <laughs> Thank you so much, you guys, for inviting me today. Welcome. It's our pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. We're so, so... You know what? Mm-hmm. I think Aaron might just be our first male guest. No, we've had. Who? In, from Malaysia. Ayman Azlan and... Oh my god, you know, that seems like... This is like 
donkey years. years. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so long that yeah. it feels like, oh my God, it's been a while since we had like a male guest That's true. on the show. Thank you for representing the male community, Aaron. Pleasure is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he will be the first male guest for 2020. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Woohoo, Aaron. Thanks, COVID. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you so much, you know, Aaron, first and foremost for, you know, making your time and being here with us today. I would love for you to just share with us the things that you have accomplished and achieved so far. Mm-hmm. Um, naturally, for me, I didn't uh, really pursue uh, very uh, far in my education. So I, uh, typical Singaporean primary school, secondary school, and then I pursued diploma. Mm-hmm. After that, um, I realized that I couldn't study. So studying is not for me. Mm-hmm. So I had the option to actually go to university. Um, of course, it's going to be uh, making my parents proud. But I think um, papers is not something that I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would make them proud in another angle. So I think uh, being a young boy, 15, 16, 17 years old, I actually um, start, okay, back then my time, we had this thing called eBay, if you guys remember. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Okay? And mm-hmm. then, uh, but now obviously it's uh, no longer that popular. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So I kind of buy stuff online, you mm-hmm. know, ship it to Singapore, and I just upload it on eBay. Even I made a dollar. It make my day. Yeah, you know it, that's that's how I knew that I love money. So generally, <laughs> you know, grades doesn't really impress me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but the number of zeros in my account mm-hmm. that makes a difference in my life. The zeros behind, yes. not in front, right? Yeah, the zeros yeah. in front. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what were you just curious now? What 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 did you try to study in in your diploma? Okay, let's be very honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really do really really well in my O levels. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I took business mm-hmm. and engineering as mm-hmm. a combined course. Of course, if I were to if I were to select, I wouldn't be entrepreneur la. I mm-hmm. would probably be a doctor. You know, the parents <laughs> dream mm-hmm. kid. But mm-hmm. um, nah, I, I I couldn't uh, I couldn't reach that level. Mm-hmm. So I well in that course itself, I realized that engineering is not something that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, again, um, why I chose these two courses because I didn't know what I want to do. Oh. My uh, my parents did micromanage. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't they didn't select for me. They allowed you to explore yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they, they they tell me just pick what you want to do. I uh, I I can't really remember. But why I select that course because I wanted to to have a feel of these two courses. Mm. So only in year two, in year three, I pursue business mm. as my core. Mm. Again, I didn't actually use what I learned to, mm. to my business is because I realized school is just formality. Mm. You know, in life, I'm re- really blessed to meet the two of you. I mm-hmm. think we can learn a lot of things. So that's an example of business. Mm. Meeting people, mm-hmm. um, getting to know people's uh, stories and experiences. Yeah. And that's how I, uh, you know, I can actually uh, understand, you know, a business is not about doing a plan and just start. It's mm. about uh, doing a proper understanding about it. Oh, okay. in, your, in your opening, you already sound like a true blue entrepreneur. Right? Like, <laughs> forget, forget the grades. I just want to make money. You know? it, it, um. it sounds good, but I uh, honestly feel that in my journey, 12 years of being an entrepreneur, I cannot remember one day whereby everything's smooth sailing. Mm. You know, mm. every single day, there are challenges. You, know? you always kept, kept on your toes. Uh. Mm. Uh, yeah. So after which, after I, in fact, uh, off the record, uh, off the record, um, I actually began starting my first business while in army. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, uh, it was just a, uh, a kind side of thing. Side thing. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing to do with having a side income. It's paid to my mom. So mm-hmm. I'm safe. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, that was a um, small cleaning venture. Uh-huh. Okay. Why cleaning is because uh, while waiting for army, uh, I have about three months window. Okay, my mom actually supplies labor 
to places. So she is a, a recruitment agency. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, so she had a problem at Changi Airport Cargo, mm. whereby because you got to pay to apply for passes, mm-hmm. and the passes would take about a week. Upon application and payment of the passes, the first day of, of work, the worker just don't turn up. Mm. You know, she has this problem. So I told her, why not? Mom, I, let me work for you and you serve that one month notice. You know, you can just pay me cost to cost. You mm-hmm. know, it's just out of goodwill. You know, I want to help you out. And I'd rather help my mom than help someone, you know. Then, uh, yeah. So from there, that one month. And how old were you? I was uh, 18. Mm. 18, wow. 18 going uh, 19 because poly. Mm. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So first job, I had to clean toilet. Mm-hmm. That's my first. Because uh, why? Um, typical talking about cargo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, toilet is the key. Mm-hmm. Because toilet's not clean is going to have penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, so, toilet. So, after which, uh, that one month itself, uh, to summarize, I learned how to use the right chemicals, the right machineries to clean specific areas. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I was given a task to uh, to supervise for just a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So, I realized the cleaning industry is not difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a business where I encourage anyone who wants to try. You know, if you have the, the capacity to do it, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a Tom B. Harry idea. So so we have you to thank for all the clean and, you know, um, nice smelling toilets in Singapore. <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> you know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, our, our former Prime Minister, uh, Lee Kuan Yew, I think he emphasised on it so much that he said that that's the first impression you make to anyone who steps into Singapore. Mm. And, you know, it, it kind of makes a lot of sense, you know, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've travelled to many places. You have too as well, I'm pretty sure yourself. And yeah, when when you arrive and the first place you want to check out yes. is the restroom and it's like, oh, yes. I've oh been to God. really horrible ones. Yeah. So I think you, you're doing a service to the nation. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You know, every time when I when I land um Singapore grounds, I'm like, I want to use <laughs> the Changi Airport toilets. Yeah. I, I I'm looking forward to using the toilets because I don't know, it's just it's just it's just so nice to be in there. It's so clean mm-hmm. and you just feel good using clean toilets. Mm. Right? And I, c- I could lie down on the floor, but I won't, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what, what kind of challenges that you noticed in this industry in the early stages? Okay, cleaning industry in Singapore, it's a very heavy startup cost. Mm-hmm. Very, very capital intensive business. Why, why though? Is it the... Okay. Equipments, yeah. Um, yeah, number one is equipments. Mm. Uh, number two, people don't foresee this as a rolling cost because mm. you have to pay your workers immediately. You know, you can't hold them for a month mm. whereas your customer base will pay you within 45 to 60 days. Oh, right? And each contract is not worth a dollar. It's minimally worth five figures. So mm. your your uh, employees, are they paid daily, weekly? For those part-timers, I do pay them daily mm. uh, which I don't encourage but because uh, I want to help you know, mm. uh, people who needs job, mm. uh, but majority we are we, we pay them via payroll mm-hmm. on a monthly basis or twice okay. a month basis. Okay. So yeah, so that was uh the challenge because I I couldn't actually expand fast mm. uh, because I don't I don't like to take bank loans at mm-hmm. a point of time because I I know taking loans is digging more holes mm-hmm. into the business. Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you're do- if you're looking to to really expand aggressively probably a loan would be a good idea mm-hmm. but I want to take a very small step at a time mm. uh, again that is uh, my dad's advice for me I always very, take very small prudent. steps very mm. prudent yeah so it took me like years mm-hmm. uh, it did take me overnight um, yeah so after which um, I um, after I finished army 
Uh, in fact, uh, I think about, about two months before I completed my NS, I took license, call it RES license, uh-huh. which is to, um, to do real estate. So I was a real estate agent. So after just, just on the day I took my license itself, I could uh, actually start doing property. Lah. So I, I, I mean, I can't contract while I was in army. Lah, okay. So back then, um, well, the reason why I, I took property is because, you know, of one, one because of my uncle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a property agent and number two because I thought a property agent could be my sideline side mm-hmm. hustle mm-hmm. so to speak so and of, of course I, I saw the link between property and cleaning mm-hmm. so that's why I, I kind of focused uh, on these two industries for two years and on my third year I, um, I started architecture which is a oh. doing renovation industry. Mm. Mm. So why is because of the link? Um, I can uh, do property management, mm. buying and selling. Mm-hmm. I can clean for you. I can renovate for you. Mm. And on the same year, 2013, I opened an account business. Mm. So it's a, a one-stop service. Everything is interconnected. Yes. So <laughs> um, in short, so when I meet a customer, right? So I could actually try to try to upsell and cross-sell to them. Mm. Right? So I think that was, a, that was my um, recipe to a very small success mm-hmm. on the initial years of my, of my life. Uh, slowly but surely, I realized that money tree is not something I want to accomplish. So that's where I think some of you may, may, have, may have seen the story by my Lamborghini was being uh, used as a ramp mm. uh, and it went viral in 2016 yeah. September. Used as a ramp? Yep. Um, there, was, there was a cyclist who actually um, used my, my car to do a stunt. Okay. Yep. And with your permission or what? Uh, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I was in the gym, and you know, I I saw him with my own eyes. Um, he actually just make a loop, and he just stand on my car, and then he just he just run off. But little did he didn't notice that my car comes with a real, I mean, comes with a camera like a camera. <laughs> so I, I posted on Facebook, mm-hmm. and within an hour, it spreads three thousand shares. Mm. So and I and I found him within fifteen minutes mm. because of the power of social media, right? Mm. So his mom came forward on the same night. You know, uh, he she wants to actually you know make amends to the mistake. Mm. So after which, uh, of course, social media, you know, it went hard on him. And then the next day, I met the mother. I told, let's just close the close the matter. Um, that that incident taught me a lot of things. Mm. That we Singaporeans are very stressful people. Yeah, you know the comments that I read is mm. not exactly very very encouraging. Mm-hmm. And he's a young boy, you know. Mm. So I um, that was a uh, that was something which I think. Um, so you got, just you just let it go. Yep, I kind of let it go, and I gained some exposure, which mm-hmm. indirectly, I mean, I, I didn't foresee eh? that. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's a blessing, mm-hmm. and uh, from there, I I became Thomas Polytechnic ambassador. Mm. Uh, I became my secondary school advisory committee mm. and it opened more doors for me and slowly but surely I, I kind of like being a mentor instead mm. so again I, I do things pro bono I um, talk to people random people mm-hmm. who needs help uh, wanting to open businesses and I just give them my tip mm. you know um, it's nothing to do with me being that experienced just that based on what I know uh, make sure you you have to do it proper calculation proper mm. uh, background check Mm-hmm. Uh, before you actually just start on just you know pumping money into a business per se yeah wow and you know like in, in your years of being an entrepreneur what would you say would be the biggest challenge that you know you faced thus far a uh, very good question the biggest challenge I think it's trying to penetrate into industry that's dominated by the big fishes mm. and, you know um, why? Very simply because they have all the resources, resources, mm. the paperwork. Um, they look good 
mm-hmm. whenever they, we call for tender, they look good. But let me just share with you guys one tip. I was being uh, invited to a big company. I'm not going to mention the name of the company. It's a um, automotive company mm-hmm. to actually manage their facility. I was the one of the three companies who, who's invited. I went in. There were six people in front of me. Six people in front of me for that interview, okay? And I came in, the, it was my second interview. So they asked me one question. Okay, Aaron, how are you going to actually uh, compete with the big companies? You know, how is your service going to be like? I just share them one thing. I can assure you, the sales personnel that went is not the boss of the company. It's a paid <laughs> salesperson. Mm. Okay, you're looking at the boss of the company. Mm-hmm. Whatever I promised you, I'm going to deliver. Smart. I got the project. Wow. Got a job. Yeah. So that's something which I think, um, is a value added thing. Uh, mm. big, big companies, the boss won't go down, mm. you know, to, to the operation level. Yeah. But being, being me, whereby I started off as the operation guy. Mm-hmm. So I can even do a demo immediately on the spot. Mm. You know, mm. I can take chemical. I can do for them on the spot before and after. That's what you're going to get from me. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's my, Powerful. um, yeah, that's my recipe to, to where I, I got big projects comparatively to of course price is is, is a primary factor mm-hmm. but I think uh, what I hit right was you know I I, sh- I shared with them you know mm-hmm. I'm not going to be just be here to get projects I'm going to be here to stay mm. you know for the longest time you know just not just to get in more references to show yeah, yeah so that was uh, the biggest challenge of course it's of course to compete with the big the big fishes but uh, a tip to share there's always solutions to every yeah. problem don't be demoralized Brilliant. we should just think of solutions and push it through sometimes being wow. small and nimble is good huh? because you can actually come and show your face and yeah. say hey, this is mine and me being here is a promise that I'll be accountable so everything. you can go absolutely. directly absolutely yeah. yeah and you know what I'm also hearing um, you know a lot of stories from people who are keen to start their own business but a lot of times they have a lot of fears and roadblocks that's mm. just inside their minds. Um, would you be able to share with us? Did you have to go through that? that you, you've started so many businesses. Have you ever had fear ever like to start a business? Okay, this is a very um, a typical question that a lot of youngsters ask me. Mm. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm a youngster, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I am too. <laughs> Okay. Um, it's a very good question, in fact. Okay, the thing about being an entrepreneur, use your time to spend expanding the business. Alright? Mm-hmm. Uh, if the business is, is good, you will know within three months. Mm. You're going to at least break even or you're going to see at least a, a black or blue ink, not a red ink. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, if the business is facing red, something's not right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, let's, let's take it as is breaking even. Mm-hmm. Okay? Use your time to spend expanding. The more time you plan for plan B or planning for failure, you wouldn't expand the business. And mm. basically, you're planning to fail. Mm. Uh, so, so it's it's telling you, it's a mindset thing. It's telling yourself that, okay, I'm going to expand, so I better work as though it's going to already be expanding, right? Yes. It's going to work, yeah. right? Yes. So my uh, my my advice is, when you have things going on, make, make more friends. You know, your network is your net worth. Mm. You know, don't, mm. don't spend too much time uh, being afraid. Mm. Because being afraid, it's, it's supposed to be before you embark into the business, you know, and then after you actually did your math and calculation, it can be done. Shouldn't use that time to actually doubt yourself. Just push it through mm-hmm. and find solutions to every problems. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I feel like there's a lot of young businesses, they want to do something. They're too scared to ask for help, for direction. 
and you know uh, Aaron is very kind he's he's generous enough to to offer any kind of advice so don't be shy man just approach him yeah yeah, yeah. see I'm offering him to people for free <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay we've talked about challenges what are the upsides of running a business as an entrepreneur you've been doing this for a while now mm-hmm. what what excites you what keeps you going you know what what makes you so passionate about what this? motivates you okay mm. yeah um it correlates to the very beginning from the get-go when mm-hmm. i was 16 17 mm-hmm. every dollar makes me happy mm-hmm. so what motivates me uh, simply every month I will go through all the checks that I receive from my clients. Mm. So that every single time I receive a check, I have to see how much I, I get. Mm. I, I, I have to see which customer paid me. Mm-hmm. I have to see how much I get. So it gives me an indicative of how much I've grown mm-hmm. as a person, uh-huh. as a corporate, uh-huh. uh, how much I have actually put in effort month to month, you know, day after day mm. uh, to see the expansion. It's not about making more money. Mm. It's all about making more friends. Mm. You know, a- every single time people have this misconception, a million dollars in your bank, it's success. In my opinion, it's the number of people in your phone book, that's mm. success. Mm. Because mm. You, you you could have a million dollars, but nobody likes you. <laughs> you need help. Yeah. No, no, nobody's going to be there to assist you. But, true. you know, I have a thousand dollars, but I have a thousand friends mm. When I open a business, these thousand friends will support me. Mm. And re- with a lot of referrals and all it's that, true. it's going to be more. So let's not be, uh, be narrowed down to just by monetary gains. Mm-hmm. Let's, mm-hmm. let's focus on how to build a platform of network. So where do you learn all of this, man? I mean, this, uh, this sounds like something that's taken from, you know, a, a, some celebrity entrepreneur from the US or something that talks about this. But you, 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 you dropped your business education in poly. Um, would you say that perhaps someone in the family taught you this or you, you have your own mentor outside? Where, where do you pick up all this wisdom from? Um, generally, I think I don't have any mentor when I was growing up and uh, when I was doing my business. But mm-hmm. I have to admit that uh, my dad was uh, was a prominent figure. He didn't, He's a man of a few words. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single time where he dropped me off to where I want to, where, where I want to go, he would just have small chats with me. Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of awkward talk with dad. <laughs> but... Is always short and sweet mm. and very wise. Mm. So obviously, being a son, I will listen to him, right? Mm. So every single time I remember, mm. you know, his exact words to me. You know, mm. what are the things to do? Uh, don't be, uh, you know, always watch yourself. Mm. Uh, don't be arrogant. Mm. You know, be humble to mm. people. Always help the poor and cool. so on. So mm-hmm. that's something which which I learned. Uh, but how actually do I actually get? to where I am today in terms of uh, how I think. It's all, it comes in naturally. So maybe I just share a little bit about the business itself. Uh, along the way, definitely you face people who I'm, I'm not going to mention, who actually, um, their intentions were not good. Mm-hmm. So of course, me being a young young man at that point of time, I, I can't really read people mm-hmm. well. So I got cheated, definitely. Mm. So along the way, you become, you got hardened. Mm. You know, you, you become a person who you are today. So that made me wiser, yep. you know, to, to watch my back, to do my background check, to mm. understand the industry better. Mm-hmm. So I think it's normal to actually fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it depends on the extent of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, failure is always the start of success, which I think we've heard from all the big stories from yeah. Jack Ma and so mm-hmm. on. Uh, it's okay to fail, I feel. But if you don't fail, you're blessed. Mm. But if you're, if, if you failed, always pick yourself up immediately. 
don't sit on it, don't mm. cry on mm. it, don't don't make yourself you know feel sorry for yourself and all. I think that is just um, the mind block and the weakness of a human being. Mm. So um, nothing comes easy in this world. So I'm pretty sure everyone. Even the two of you mm-hmm. who's successful in your own career, I believe we all have our own story to share. But being wise doesn't mean that, you know, I learn from, from someone. You can also watch... Sometimes, sometimes failure is also the best teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And You watch movies, you say? Uh, movies is, is good, but uh, I do have... Sometimes when, when I'm just, you know, when before I sleep, mm-hmm. I will watch YouTube videos, Lee Kuan Yew speeches. I watch motivational videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are videos which sometimes... Just uh, two minute videos, right? You could change your mentality mm. of how you see your problems. Yeah, yeah. So don't waste your time, you know, screen off Facebook all the time. Mm. It's good to at least watch videos before you sleep. Yeah, guys, stop watching prank videos, guys. Just watch something <laughs> beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know what? One of the things I was thinking about is this word passion. A lot of times, people want to go into something that they are passionate about. So for you, you know, how, how do you recognize that whatever you're doing right now is something that you are doing with great passion and enthusiasm? Passion actually it revolves around many things. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm passionate about helping people. I think from the very start, my initial idea to, to actually be successful in my own opinion is actually to give back to the community. Mm. So of course, a few things that I do, it's um, off the record, it's I, I do help the poor you know, uh, not in Singapore, but but overseas. So I I, I don't share much because I, I think that is something which which I set a goal to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I I promise my parents that I'm going to do it. So I have to do it. So in order for you to do that, you you got to help yourself first. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that you get you are covered <clears throat> well. Yeah. Before helping others, so I think that that gives you the drive every single day to actually do better. Mm. You know, because the ultimate goal is to help the poor. Because when you do better in your business, then you can help more people. Absolutely. Mm. And that's one thing. Mm. The more we help, the more we receive. Mm. So I think uh, along the way, definitely, of course, there are a lot of room for me to learn as well. But uh, of course, business itself is is not just about just opening it tomorrow. You have to have the right advices from mm-hmm. people. So I urge, you know, anyone out there who actually wants to open something, Feel free to, you know, to tag or, or to drop some questions that we can actually help you guys to answer. Mm-hmm. But generally, I feel don't stop yourself from opening a business because you're afraid. There's always help out there, mm. you know, yeah. Mm. And, and I was wondering, like, what if someone right now is already, like, you know, in a job, but they're thinking about, okay, I want to, you know, probably start my own business. But at the same time, they have all these fears in terms of, you know, I don't want to really, like, you know, quit my job and then go in this, like, full time. What would your advice be for those people who are considering starting something new, but at the same time, they're still kind of, you know, fearful about dropping their you know, current job right now and just go full, full into that new career path? Okay, um, just an example. Our great, great, Grandfather, Mr. KFC, <laughs> began his business at 62, uh-huh. if, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. So I think there is no such thing, in my opinion, as a too late. It's never mm. too late. Mm. Um, but however, in business perspective, you, you must always calculate your risk. Mm-hmm. Always take calculated risk before jumping into doing something. So obviously, your mind will always think that nothing is wrong with that plan. But there's never wrong to ask for a second opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, to ask someone who is actually in the industry itself something that can balance check the hidden costs which you did calculated into your PNL. Mm. Yeah. So these are the things in business that obviously it has to be a risky move. 
Yeah. You know, looking through that your for the past five to ten years you've been drawing, you know, nine to five. Yeah. The pay itself is pretty stable. Yeah. In business it's always mm-hmm. um it's gonna be risky. Mm-hmm. But in order for you to get to achieve bigger things, you have yeah. to take the leap more faith. Yeah. Are, are you good with numbers? Um to be honest, no. So you hire people who are good with numbers. Am yes. I right? Yes. Mm. Always um that's a very good point. Eh? Mm. That's a very, very good point. Uh never be check of all trades mm-hmm. or rather micromanage your business. Mm. Do whatever you're best at. And for w- w- me, so what are you best at? Sales. Mm. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm good at sales. Sell and me this pen. <laughs> 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 uh, I think in business itself, uh, the revenue comes from sales. Mm, yeah. So I think as a boss, you cannot run from sales. You know, uh, that's something which is a trade secret. Mm. If you can't do sales, you hire someone to do sales. If he leaves, you're screwed. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. I think I, I remember uh, Mark Cuban, uh, the billionaire, he said that sales cures all. So if you have sales, it's going to cure all the problems in your business. I agree. Mm. I agree 100%. Um, you can minimize costs mm-hmm. without revenue. There's nothing for you to do a PNL. True. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's so true. I need to learn sales from you. Lah, okay? So after this, we <laughs> copy. Very humble. <laughs> um, Aaron. So just now you s- spoke about you know getting people to reach out and asking for help. So you also do some mentoring work. You you said you were appointed to do some talks and sit on some committees to help younger people. Do you believe that it's a it's something that young people should pursue entrepreneurship? Because again, when kids go to school and you know, um, w- there is a mold, right? That they they go through a certain process. Eventually, it's about getting a good job, get get good grades, get a good job, and and you know, settle down like that. Um, what do you say to the young people today? Okay, as an alumni from Temasek Polytechnic, okay, uh, I'm I'm doing a bit of sharing for my school. Uh, mm-hmm. They are actually having one department just for entrepreneurship. Mm. So I think that's something new. When I was in Temasek Polytechnic back then, there was no such department. Mm-hmm. So basically, they they give the students the chance to try out. To learn from the gurus of the indi- of the industries and to ask questions. Mm. So obviously, me being uh, an alumni, I was called down to speak to to the students mm. and to give them a glimpse of what it's gonna be like, like mm. a, a bit of sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I shall reiterate: entrepreneurship is not meant for everyone. Yeah. Mm. Right. It's meant for people who actually want it more than others. Mm-hmm. Again, if everybody wants to wants to be a boss. So who be who be the employee? Yeah, true. You know what I'm trying to say. So I think generally, if you have the um, interest to embark to run something or to do a business, um, that's number one. Which which I think you've cleared. You've cleared your mind block. Mm-hmm. Which you want to try something out. Next step, it's always find the right idea. Mm-hmm. No idea is stupid. No idea is foolish. Every idea, it's good, so long as it makes money. Mm. You know, even a dollar. When I was back then, when I was seventeen, it still makes money because when I do volume, I get the profits. So I think um, once the idea is it's it's there, we can always try to fine tune the cost, always lower down the cost, mm-hmm. uh, which I which I've shared uh, quite a number of times. Uh, in business, it's always the highest revenue minus the lowest cost, and you get the best profit. Mm. Well, you know nowadays a lot of young people who are going to entrepreneurship, they are. Uh, influenced by the tech startups of the world, right? Where the concept is really, you raise funds, raise funds, raise funds, angel investments, you know. Um, it doesn't seem like that's how you move 
you seem to roll differently. It's pretty old school, but it's about if it can if you can prove it can make money, then it's a proven business, right? Concept. Um, what's what's your take on that? Okay, um, tech business has always been something which which I want to try, mm-hmm. but it's not in my playground. Mm. It's mm. not something which I know how to do it. Mm. And I think uh, at 32 years old, mm-hmm. you know, being um, I've began my businesses from the from the very beginning, all the hands-on businesses to step into a tech business now, which is something that I'm not good at. In my opinion, it's risky mm. because I would just be an investor mm-hmm. and I can't have the feel of the business. Mm. Mm. So in my opinion, if you want to do the business, you have to be there mm. to monitor the every progress mm-hmm. daily, monthly, yearly. Mm. So I think it's no longer about um, drawing more revenue right now. Uh, I think my, my time as entrepreneur, it's it's there. It's, it's just have to expand and to create more awareness and to assist people. Ultimately, if, if I were to ask myself, what is success? Mm. Is it all about the money? Or is it about helping others who actually want to build something more? So I, I don't feel any sense of, of envious or jealousy if, if my mentee actually built the tech business and, and be a millionaire mm. or be a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. I think that's something which, which I urge people to do mm. because that's not something which I'm good at. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if uh, I know people who is good at. So in, in my trade, it's always help link people to the right mentor. Mm. You know, not, you know, if, if someone comes to me, I, I won't tell them off, you know, I won't shut them off. Um, always find the right people who can actually cultivate the kind of positive mindset. Mm, good advice. Wow. You know, being an entrepreneur, what do you think would be the top three skills that you think it's super important to be a successful entrepreneur? Good question. Um, I think from the from the first ever, it's um, a person who feels that he or she is introvert mm-hmm. has to start to realize that you have to change. Mm. Mm. Okay, that's that's number one. And number two, you have to love money. Mm. Mm. Okay, because ultimately, the the passion comes from monetary gains. Because um, nobody is gonna do the, a business for free. Mm. You know, yeah. then master we do charity, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I mean, I remember when before I started my business, I had this guy who's a mentor, he's a millionaire, and then and he asked me, "So, Ustaz, why do you want to start a business?" Then I gave this motherhood statement. Oh, because I want to help the community. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then he said, "Said stop. You start a business to make money. Full stop." He said. Then, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can't like what you said earlier. I mean, you can't help people, the community, whoever it is, if you if you're not making money. That's the yeah. first thing, right? That's, that's not a business, mm, right? A business. If you want to yeah. do charity, that's not a business. Mm, true. Yeah. And, and the third one? And number three, I think you have to see what is trending. Mm. I think Ustad did mention a very strong point whereby tech business is something that is trending. I think it's it's a bit outdated now because I think the, the tech business has been around since five years, mm-hmm. ten years ago. Um, but it's never too late again. Business is never too do, late. Do you invest in some of them? Uh, yes, I do, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not good at it. Mm. So I, I'll just give advices and I'll link people who are good at it to run the business and mm-hmm. I'll just collect dividends. Okay. That's something which I'm not going to do it full time because it's not part of what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, uh, what kind of qualities do you look out for for new startups that you may want to invest in? Um, Is okay. it the people? Is it the concept? Is it the idea? What? Uh, I think generally I, I say two things. And number one, I say who is the person I'm going to invest in. Mm. Uh, with you know mm. um, obviously his his attributes his personality mm. plays a factor mm-hmm. you would want to invest in someone who takes money and run 
right? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, number two definitely has to be the idea. Mm. Um, I I've, I've spoken to a number of uh, people who requires um, in, in investments, um, but just idea doesn't really sell to me. Mm. Uh, but I think it's going to make money. But for the effort that they're going to put in, is not going to be value added mm. to me. So mm. I feel that um, sometimes as a as an entrepreneur, you got to be selective. Mm. You know, uh, again, I say every business and idea is never foolish, mm-hmm. but always play your cards well. Mm. You know, you don't throw your cards any any kind of business, <laughs> right? But you have to know what is the best. It's true. Um, and um, just to share, I, I did open up uh, a small business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing car rental. Mm-hmm. Something trending which I want to highlight. It's, mm. uh, it's quite alarming. Singaporeans, now, in my opinion, they take, or they, they, they perceive a car mm-hmm. is important as like your phone. Mm. Without a car, it's as good as they are just not complete. Mm. So they feel lost. Lost and <laughs> strange. So uh, when I do car rent, car rentals, um, I rent all the luxury cars and all that. And I'm quite surprised the the youngsters are coming forward mm. to actually support my business. Do I get a discount if I want to rent your Lambo? <laughs> On my birthday, maybe? Probably get it for free. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> so blessed. Thank you, Nora, for introducing me to Aaron. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you, you were saying? So, so people uh, need cars. Yeah. They, they, young people are coming forward. Correct. So, I think generally, you have to know the trend. You have to see uh, what is the trend. And I'm pretty sure when they rent luxury cars, it's not out of necessity. It's because they don't want to feel that own experience. Uh, that's one of it. Mm. Uh, to experience number two, it's branding. Mm. You mm. know, I think a majority of youngsters now, uh, showing off materials is something they would assume success. Mm. They would perceive that I'm I'm there. Mm. Yeah, uh, you have, you have to know where I get my car from. Mm. But I have this car key. Mm. Mm. You know, and I always keep uh my client my client's details pnc yeah so i think uh always watch what is trending mm. you know i don't need to know how you get the money from mm-hmm. so long as you pay me promptly mm-hmm. that's what business is mm. right so long as you can pay me promptly and and i can service this business to you i think mm. that is something which i think it's how how long cool. have you had this business 3 years cool all right so many new things when he's doing wow there's a lot of things that you're experimenting with and like doing. It's so interesting. Nora, I expect you to pitch him a new business idea tomorrow <laughs> and he can be your first investor. Okay? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, I've, I've got this other, I was thinking about this question, you know, like if you were to look at the landscape of entrepreneurship, like maybe perhaps 10 years ago and now, what would you see, you know, different? Okay, 10 years ago, the very obvious differences are, number one, it's the government in terms of the rules and regulations. It's more stringent now compared to last time. Mm. Okay, that is something which is um, obviously not good for businesses. Okay, number two, you have a lot of, I would say, financial help coming forward from grants, mm. yeah. from the banks. 10 years ago, there wasn't a lot of it. And number three, again, the grants. Always use Akong's money for a business. <laughs> Always learn what is the grants you can you can actually use yeah. because these are monies that are given to you. Yeah. You know, if you fit the criteria, mm. don't feel ashamed. Don't feel that you are not allowed to take this money because mm-hmm. these grants are meant for SMEs. Yep. Yeah. So if you don't as long as you qualify, you should deserve it. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So I think these are the things that um, a lot of youngsters they don't actually take note of, mm. which they should. You know, because this this could potentially help you out for the for the first one year. 
Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, these are a few things I think compared to the previous time when I first began the trade, I think there was a lot of very difficult to understand the trade, the business to run. But mm-hmm. now I think government also they are helping a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah. With a lot of grants, helping out Absolutely. people. And there's a lot of, you know, the skills future. Mm. Yeah. So much money, you know, given from government to pump into this particular um angle, this yeah. trade itself. But you as a young entrepreneur, you have to know what is there to take. Mm. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I think like, you know, as what you mentioned, there are so many resources, grants and help out there. It boils down to our resourcefulness and initiative to actually research and look out for what are the grants that would be suitable for our own businesses. Right. And then take it from there. Cause especially, you know, right now we're going through this whole pandemic. There are additional, you know, grants that are in place to actually help companies out to tie through the difficult times. So it's about looking out for those grants and taking advantage of those grants and really helping you through it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, if you had a chance to start your business's career all over again, would you do anything differently? Wow. I've never <laughs> thought of. About this question before mm. but um i think um i would obviously if i can turn back time i would be wiser okay you know but i, I can't tell myself that right mm-hmm. um wiser in the sense of um watching out for myself mm-hmm. mm. you know i i trust people too easily mm-hmm. when i was you know Starting in my out. early mm. years of my career uh well because i was blinded by by the money mm. mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's always good to balance check what is being given on the plate mm. not just hearsay and then mm. you believe in it and then you realize that oh no you've you've <laughs> digged you've dig more the deeper hole mm-hmm. yeah you know and then you got to solve problems and mm. all that so that's just one um obviously if i could if i could turn back time i would have um definitely i would have done a little bit um much better in the sense whereby i would have started the online platform earlier mm. mm-hmm. because i did not see the online marketing as a very strong or rather it's a massive business you know mm. so I, I came in a little bit late uh, so that would have changed my landscape of my business mm. um, and thirdly I believe um, probably to get a mentor mm. because mm. I, I didn't have a, I, I didn't believe in one when, when I was in my early years because I had no time mm. to even speak to someone you know I was so engrossed in expansion of my business yeah. and I don't have time to, to have coffee with someone with our dear, we'll start here. <laughs> and, uh, if I can turn back time, probably still be a bit tough for me. Yeah, I understand. I think when we start our own businesses, we're busy in the business, doing yeah. it, doing it, doing it, doing it. I yeah. think we need to spend some time after that, stepping out a little bit, a few steps, mm-hmm. and looking onto the business and see what you can work to improve and strategize better, perhaps. But I'm pretty sure now that you are more present online, you are seeing the benefits of it, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I, I think um, the online uh, marketing strategy is going to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never too late to start now because I think um, everything now revolves around online, yeah. Yeah. digital. Yep. You yep. Know? So I, I think even what we're doing today is digital. Yeah. <laughs> you see? Um, and, I, and that itself, we as um, the next generation, we have to believe and accept it Mm-hmm. You know, uh, our parents' time is a has-been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereby you do a business that's tangible, mm-hmm. now it's no longer the same. Mm-hmm. So uh, I understand that a lot of youngsters nowadays, they, they have the capacity to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're unsure True. how to go about doing it. Yeah. Don't 
don't don't stop yourself from learning. Mm. It's never wrong to go for more courses. Yeah. Understand the trade what you, what you plan to do. Like what I did, I I took night classes mm-hmm. to to get my to attain my license to do property. Mm. And I was really very tired when I was back then. But mm-hmm. I, I figured that look, I'm young. <laughs> I, I I had no responsibilities back then. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Same thing I tell young people, you know, like if you're complaining that you're tired now, then when when you want to start when you're 40, you want to, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to be a lot more tired then. And so, you will have more responsibilities yeah, as well. Do it, do it now when you can. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know I was thinking, right? I think that this pandemic that we're going through right now, it has literally changed how people view doing business. You know, I guess people were so used to a certain way, certain routine of doing business, but when this pandemic hit, you you can literally see so many businesses were forced to close down. And for you actually going through this as well, what do you think you know this this period has taught you as an uh, entrepreneur? Um, there's always uh, ways for you to actually adapt and accept and to diversify. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty lucky that I kind of diversified my businesses way before COVID nineteen hits. You know the whole world always learn how to get more show of income. Mm-hmm. That's never the best way to stick to one business. Um, obviously, those businesses that fall uh, during COVID-19 is because it's uh, heavy, they're capital heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're heavy intensive in terms of um, they have too high rental to go about. And one example, uh, a dear friend of mine, okay, it's, um, he's doing more of a steamboat business. Mm-hmm. So the pandemic itself, is, it's a killer for him. Mm-hmm. Because uh, nobody actually, you know, delivers steamboat to your home. Yeah, you cannot pivot to, okay, every other <laughs> food business can do deliveries. How, how in the world do I deliver this? Yeah. 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 Having steamboat alone. <laughs> <laughs> Nor, have you done it before? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing that I, I, I figured that nobody have expected this going to happen. Yeah, man. Yeah. But again, it's always a learning curve for us. Um, for those people who are listening who is actually doing that business that I just mentioned don't be in negative about it you know there's always a plus point to it mm-hmm. try to make a business more diversified mm. you can do something that is a takeaway business probably um, there's some idea some concept about you can do a small store people can just take it and go yeah. so I think there's always ways to diversify. Sure. You know, a, a, a recession-proof business is good also. Like, regardless of whether there's recession or not, yeah. um, people will still need that. I think that's good. I think perhaps your cleaning service, maybe? Is well, it recession-proof? Um, majority of people, uh, they they would actually uh, categorize cleaning as essential mm-hmm. and as uh, recession-proof. But ultimately, you must understand that uh, in cleaning business, is a big pie. Mm. All right? Everyone eats a certain portion of the pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you ask me, today... Um, the pie is being diversified to too many people already mm. in this trade. Mm. So, do I make money? Mm. Yes, I do. Do I make a lot of money? No, I don't. So, if I go in now, I'm just getting a tiny crumb yeah. of the pie. Yeah. Probably a small <laughs> crumb. So, again, again, I, I don't discourage people to start this business because if you want to try, there's no there's no harm to it. It's the it. experience so, also that you get yeah. through doing it, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, it's never too late to start. Uh, mm. I, I did mentor, uh, in, in fact, two two groups of, of different individuals who start cleaning business, you know, and, and today they're doing decent. Mm. Yeah, so, um, yeah, they are, they are, they are my, my compilators, they are my rivals, but to me it's fine. So I feel that, you know, it's it's a big pie. Mm-hmm. It's never wrong to share the pie. Mm. So long as you have the capacity and the interest, I can always guide you along the way. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. 
Beautiful. And do you have any last words of advice for, you know, our listeners out there who are just not thinking about, okay, you know, I want to start a business right now. Or maybe perhaps they feel kind of stuck where they are right now. Okay, first and foremost, subscribe this channel. <laughs> Thank I love you. That. Follow that because we didn't even have to pay him to say that. Yes. It came from his heart. <laughs> okay, because I think uh, what they're doing is going to motivate you. Mm-hmm. Every single time there's a new video, um, you know, there's always new angles for you to understand. Um, how can you get your mind blocked off? Right, that's from the from the first. You have to think right because it all comes from the mind. You know, mm, if yeah. if now you you wake up and you are you are very clueless and lost, you know what? But you what do you do next? You'll probably just just slip it off. Mm. You probably just go for lunch. There's no big change in your life. Mm-hmm. So the the right mentality is the first thing you have to do. So after which, if you have any problems, you can always find the right mentor. You can always follow me on Instagram. Yeah, I'm, I'm just what, checking what's, out what's, Aaron, literally. Yeah. Can, can <laughs> like, you what, share, share with us what's your Instagram handle? Okay, my, my name is Aaron Ryland. So it's Aaron Ryland. How do you spell Ryland? R-O-Y-L-A-N. So it's A-A-R-O-N-R-Y-L-A-N. Ooh, yeah. all the flashy cars. Yep. <laughs> Which I'm going to do. Do soon. follow him, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I do share a lot of positive content. Um, I don't share too much about my businesses because it's going to bore you. Um, sometimes the stories that I share, it could actually give you some ideas. You know, um, it's always about networking. Mm. You know, um, there's never wrong to always go out uh, with no intentions. It's just to make friends. Because when you go out there and meet people, you get ideas. Yeah, You get the positive vibes. So I think that is from the get-go, you have to have the right mentality. Um, If you want to start a business, I would suggest you probably... Now it's not a good now, now it's not a good time to start a business because of the pandemic and all yeah. that. Maybe uh, you can spend the time researching only. Yes. yes. Upgrading your skills. Absolutely. So yeah. go for courses. Skill futures, I think they're gonna add more value into your mm-hmm. account. Mm-hmm. Please yeah. check it out. Um see how much kind of uh industry you're gonna tap. Similarly to me, I didn't start a uh, I didn't start cleaning business just overnight. Mm. I was a cleaner for a month to understand the trade and mm. I started off. Uh, I think that that gives me the right mindset to mm-hmm. go into the business. So I encourage you to be my cleaner. You know, <laughs> you know, Aaron. Like people look at your IG, they're gonna think, "Wow, so cool huh, to be an entrepreneur. I want to be like that." But they don't understand that you started off doing the most. I don't know what to say, like unglamorous lah, a bit unglamorous job, but. Y- Reminds me of the Karate Kid movie, you know, like, <laughs> do the yeah. boring stuff first. Yeah, you, know, yeah. Yeah, you need to you start do. from somewhere. Well, if I could turn back time, I would never expected me to be where I am today. Mm-hmm. I would have, uh, well, when I was at 22 years old, I was never, I would never expect myself buying a Maserati. Mm. Wow. I was like thinking, Maserati, how to afford? Mm. I'm earning this much and Maserati is that much. Yeah. Mm. You know, but as, as the days go by, you don't actually compare or calculate. You know, you just work hard and, yeah. and then you realize one day, oh, wow. I've accomplished that. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hit that level, you'll become hungrier, right? Hungrier to success, for success, right? So along the way, when you have that kind of uh, fire in you, Mm -hmm. that's where I think, you know, you have to find the right path already. So, So you have to find the fire first. Yeah. Find the fire. fire. Find the fire in you. (laughs) (laughs) When it's burning, add more kerosene, Mm. make it it bigger. Yeah. Mm. So, 
which means find more passion into making it bigger. Mm. So that's how I think, um, you know, wow. sharing cool. with you guys. Very inspiring. Thank you so much, Aaron. Wow. Um, before we let you go, Noor has some quick fire. Yeah. So yes. usually with our guests, we have like um, five fire round questions that sure. we ask our guests. So I'm going to ask you five questions. And the first thing that comes to your mind um, could be a word, a couple of sentences. Just shoot. All okay. right. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, not. <laughs> You, okay. can't, you can't overthink the answers. Yeah. Just say the can't overthink it. The first thing that comes to your mind, all right? Shit. So, the first question is, who has been your greatest inspiration? My dad. Beautiful. Number two, what is the part of your life experience you would alter if you had the chance to? Wow. <laughs> Probably I would have learned more languages. Oh, mm, nice. Nice, okay. If you were to write a book about yourself, what would you name it? Um, Wow. What would I name it? Because I, I don't think I would write a book. <laughs> <laughs> but I would name it after this podcast. Wow. <laughs> Good life. <laughs> nice. Good life. Very on it. Okay, question number four. If you had a magic wand, what would be the one thing you would change in the world? No more hunger. No more mm. hunger. And number five, best advice you've ever heard. Okay, this is from my dad. Huh? Always climb the stairs. Don't take the lift. Mm. Ooh, deep deep on so many levels yeah, yeah literally like oh my gosh I love that and I really I literally climbed the stairs mm. at every angle of my of my career mm. wow I never once skipped any levels wow Aaron you are truly an inspiration Thank so you. inspiring thank you. thank you so much so so much wisdom from this episode mm-hmm. you know I learned so much and me too you know I'm sure you know our listeners out there they did as well mm. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your story, your wisdom. Um, I think we have learned so much and we can't wait to uh, continue our relationship with yeah. you in whatever way or form. For example, if you write a book and call it The Good Life, <laughs> we're going to get commission, you know, something like that. So, <laughs> so thank you so much and we wish you all the best in your future endeavors and uh, we'll keep in touch. Thank yeah, you. thank you so much, Aaron. And thank you so much to each and every one of you as well for, you know, listening all the way through. We hope that this episode helped you in your journey of introspection. So feel free to drop us a comment, your insights, share this episode with your loved ones as well. So feel free to, you know, spread positive content, empowering content, because we want to make wisdom go viral. So take care, you guys. Please stay safe. So in the meantime, be bold. Be beautiful and stay the amazing you that you are. Take care. Bye.